All right, so introduction. So my name is Anne. I am a uh, teacher in Leicester. And this whole idea of starting a podcast has been born out of a random conversation about how we can use our time more constructively using creativity, using our intellect, using some kind of interactive medium just so we can have a bit of fun and share some thoughts and generate some discussion so from my perspective the purpose of this podcast primarily is to have a bit of fun uh is to reflect is to uh, pursue new avenues of thought uh, and feeling and realization that covid19 has opened up and um just to have a chat really what do you think? Yeah, sounds good. So, um, so yeah, my name is Jay, um, and uh, I'm an entrepreneur. I have I have an online perfume business. Um, so, Ani, like, I was also just gonna ask, like, you, why don't you tell us a little bit more about your teaching? So, how, um, I, as in, I think there's some aspects to it that are quite interesting and worth sharing. So, like. Um, you know, you've obviously done some teaching abroad. So how how does that? When you describe what you do, um... so, yeah. So my personal context is I've been teaching for close to a decade now. Um, I'm currently subject lead of an English faculty um, in the secondary school in Leicester. So I teach secondary students for all my sins and for all my blessings uh, from the age of eleven up until. Uh, A-level is what I'm qualified to teach. I have taught in Leicester for the majority of my nine years or so that I've been teaching, but I also spent three years in the Middle East, in Qatar, where I worked for an oil company in an international British curriculum school, which was crazy. I was in the middle of a desert, far, far away, averaging 45 degrees Celsius, um, 4,000 odd miles away from home. And it was just the wildest most amazing experience ever so over the years i think that's uh, my career has really shaped many of my personal uh, values my goals my priorities um my feelings about people about myself about the world and particularly during this mad time of a global pandemic um my career direction and methodology has shifted so much to the point of creating even more internal and external change in my life. Um, education has been hit hard by COVID. We've had to change everything about how we do our job and how we sustain our uh, practice, how we look after young people, how we inspire young people, how we educate young people and how we keep ourselves sane amidst all of that. So there's been even more change. Um, it's a tough... you, might, you might have said that. What, what subjects do you teach? Uh, English, English. And also, I've taught drama, I've taught media, yeah. I teach primarily um, English language and literature. Uh, okay. And as I say, it's, it's, it's a tough job, uh, particularly so now, but it's a very, very, very rewarding job. Okay, so that's a little bit about us. Um, and then obviously, as you say, we um, were thinking of something creative to do with our time because we both with covid we especially um especially you 
um, have had a lot more time um, where a lot more time than you did before to do different things um, or time to yourself. So, um, and making a podcast has been something that I've considered before and wanted to do. Um, so we, of course, so like we came up with an idea to start this podcast. Yeah. Um, that's, that's kind of how um, this thing came about from my perspective. Um, and then in terms of where this can go, I think at this point, you and I are both just quite open to taking this um, in different directions. It could be something where we interview people that we know. It can be something where we um, just discuss topics or particular things. Um, some The best idea we've come up with so far is, um, or the idea that you've suggested, which is to call it Coronavirus Diaries and discuss changes that have come about as a result of coronavirus. Mm. Um, so that's that's where we're at at the moment. So we've talked about who we are and, and what we're kind of doing. Um, and then now, um, just for this first podcast, where we're kind of just testing this out, testing the waters, um, we've come up with just um, very quick questions or very short, like a very quick question around um, what what has oh remind me what it is what's the question <laughs> so the questions that we're thinking of focusing on today uh... hello i think you've cut out is that uh, I know you cut out for like five seconds. Or oh, something. really? Okay. I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, okay, I'm not sure why that happened. Can you hear me now? Yep. yep okay. Yep. So I'll start again. What I was saying was, my um, our our objective today is to tackle two questions in particular. Those two questions are: firstly, what has COVID nineteen made us better at? And secondly, what has COVID nineteen made us worse at? And these two seemingly simple questions probably have far more complicated answers but that's the idea that this one conversation yeah. will hopefully inspire a wider conversation or many more conversations amongst anybody who cares to listen to this podcast uh, and, and I just want to emphasize that I really don't think uh, and I'm sure you agree JD um, I really don't feel that this podcast is designed to give answers as much as it is designed to raise questions yeah, absolutely. So um, I think one of the things that you said when you were describing it earlier was reflecting. So I think um, I think that that if if we can generate some reflection amongst people, um, then that's probably a good outcome. Yeah, we're obviously not placing ourselves as people who can answer mm. uh, a lot. It's more just um, more just exploring answers or reflecting yeah. um, or generating thoughts in others or something like this but I mean in terms of objectives and whatever else like you know we can see we can see what comes right we're not sure in some ways as well but I think this is a good place for us to start yeah so 
Are you happy to go first? Sure. Absolutely. Um, so if we just get straight into it, what has COVID-19 made us better at? Now, do you, do you want to do better or worse first? Which is you decide. You decide. Uh, I think let's end on a positive. So let's start with the worst. Okay, I like what's, that. What's COVID? I like that. All right. So what's COVID made us worse at? Probably the easier one to answer, actually, because for me, there's so many things. Um, I think this this question can be answered in so many different ways, in so many different contexts, from so many different perspectives. It's, an, it's a very personal question, but at the same time, um, it's a very uh, collective question, too, because I think that globally, nationally, maybe locally, there are things that have been brought to the surface which um are worrying uh but also on a that's a good point should we we stick to individually or should we stick to as as like communities yeah i I think we can tackle from tackling from different perspectives but maybe let's start with our own personal space yeah i think individually is a good place to start yeah so what's COVID 19 made me worse at it's made me a, a lot worse at utilizing my mental faculties my physical faculties and my creative faculties i think that i have let a lot of things rust in all the excess time that i have and all of this boils down to me not using my time effectively so what it's made me worse at is using my initiative and using my own time effectively to keep myself healthy in every possible way so I, I feel that personally that when I was when I had the structure of going to work and I was forced to be busy during the day which for many months I haven't been forced to be because I've been working from home it gave me motivation to use whatever free time I had ironically uh, it gave me more motivation to use a little free time that I had for any given purpose Whereas when the universe gifted me all this abundance of time, I'm doing far less with it because there is zero structure given to me on the outset. So the, so the lack of structure has reduced your productivity? Absolutely. Um, okay, so that's, that's what you've become, let's say, let's say worse at. Because before, I guess, you had school or, or, or um, your job to really give you that structure. Yeah. Um, and now there is no structure, so you are not good at keeping your own structure. Yeah, I've, I've become worse at filling in the gaps. So when I had fewer gaps, I was doing more, perhaps because I was um, exercising my brain more, exercising my body more, and I, I, had, I had greater value for the little time that I had. But when that structure's been pulled from underneath my feet and the universe has tested my ability to be completely independent um, in how I structure my day, uh, I feel that that has been a bigger challenge for me. Uh, And I've allowed myself to slowly, slowly, slowly lose value over that freedom and over that extra time that I have. And I, I wonder if that's because I've always been given a structure of some sort in my life, whether it was an education or work. I've never really... Uh, I'm not an entrepreneur. I'm not, you know, self-sufficient in that respect. I've always had a structure in my life. It's the first time, apart from in university, I suppose, where I had the greatest element of freedom to do what I want with my time. 
it's the first time that I've really had to structure my own day. So I wonder if, if it's different for you, JD, seeing as you are self-made, self-governing, self-structured. As an entrepreneur, was COVID as much of a setback for you as it seems to have been for me? To, to be honest, um, not in that way. Um, mainly because I've always had to, well, not always, since I've started my business, um, I've had to manage my own time myself. Um, so what you're describing of not having this structure um, has presented challenges. I, I, I experienced that um, probably when I started my business. Right. Um, because I think I function, I think probably like most people, quite well around deadlines um, and being and, and a deadline will help me get something done. Um, so yeah, this has not, this has not been an, a, a problem or a new problem yeah. for me. Um, something, so I guess maybe we can segue into a solution for this problem and something that has kind of given me some clarity around this issue um, is something that is, I hope I get this right, it's called um, the Parkinson's Law. Um, I read this in a very cheesy book, cheesy titled book called Four Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss. Um, he describes the Parkinson's Law and that states that um, whatever work you um, set out to do will always expand to the number of hours or the amount of time you give it. So, for example, if you have three weeks to write or four weeks to write an, an essay, mm. um, you can effect, quite effectively end up spending most of those four weeks to write that essay if you do it very, very slowly, just because you know you have four weeks. But if you compare that to the time when you did this essay um, the night before, you accomplished um, probably the same amount of work overnight. Of course, you might say the quality suffered, um, but that loss of quality generally um, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't be as much. So um, in short, I mean, another way to say this is you are, you can produce the same work in one night if you only have one night, but if you have four weeks, you can sort of produce, um, to produce that same amount of work, spending a lot more time and maybe not increasing the number of marks as much, maybe marginally doing better. Okay. Um, Interesting. This is, called the, this is called the Parkinson's law. And I think this helped me um, kind of say, okay, if I should know, regardless, irrespective of quality set, some kind of time limit to doing things. And I think this has helped me be a bit more productive around, um, around work and deadlines. Mm. Um, just having, having an understanding, understanding of this Parkinson's law. Interesting. I like that. Um, it, it just 
it opens up greater questions around um, the importance of time and the importance of the concept of time. When we set ourselves a particular deadline, our productivity and our energy tends to mold around that deadline. So it's really interesting how we can almost delude ourselves into thinking that we have been a full capacity when we haven't. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's that's a key part of what's going on in that whole process. Um, there is some kind of uh, delusion or something that, so when you spend, you know, a, you know, six hours doing something that you could have done in one hour, mm. um, I think at the end of the six hours, you may lie to yourself and say something like, oh, this was um, something that, you know, would have taken me six hours. But if you only had one hour to do the same, you may well have done it in that one hour right um it's really this point um and so you know you don't i think in the long term all of these hours add up to you don't want to at the end of the year be saying to yourself that i've only worked three months you don't want to be only have worked three three months um if you know only averaging two hours or three hours a day um, at the end of the year, you would have done maybe two, three months worth of work. And that's when it becomes a real shame. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, if you compare, you know, maybe not Elon Musk, but maybe Elon Musk, you know, like Elon Musk is probably one of the most productive people on the planet in some ways. Um, and like there's him who is probably in one year doing, you know, like three years worth of work. Like, you know, he's running three huge companies in Tesla, SpaceX. Um, I think Neuralink would be the third, but um, so like there's someone like him who is producing so much. There's plenty of people in the world who are producing so much. And if you are um, in one year only producing two, three months worth of work, maybe it is a bit of a shame, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe it is something that you should recognize and highlight to yourself. Um, so, yeah, so uh, that's that's one thing that uh, you know that you have maybe done worse um, in COVID is manage your time, and we've kind of discussed some kind of solutions around it. I think maybe I've been critical around it, but uh, but hopefully that helps us reflect a bit better, both of us and whoever listens around Absolutely. time management. So, how um, about how about you offer your thoughts? What has COVID made you worse at, Jay? Um, in terms of what I've done worse, um, to be honest, I'm I'm perfect. Um, <laughs> but, you know, for, for the sake of making the rest of us feel uh, like you're also a human being, just lie and make up a flaw in your otherwise perfect existence. No, no. <laughs> Let me... Um, let me come up with something. What I'm bad at is actually coming up with something right now. Yeah. So uh, what I'm okay, bad at is having so... laws. <laughs> um, okay, so something that COVID has made me worse at. Um so I think uh I mean the the thing is that like I, I'm relatively introverted um and so and and also like i have my own business and i do it from home um so in terms of my day-to-day -day stuff 
what has probably changed the most is um seeing my friends like right like seeing you guys or uh seeing other people seeing people has probably changed the most but the thing is that because i'm introverted um like it was also it was almost something like seeing my friends was sometimes something i'd force myself to do it wasn't like a natural thing that i wanted to do all the time um so as a result like i mean i've had probably more time um and i've probably worked a bit more and maybe what i've become a bit worse at is um staying in touch with people maybe um i think okay one thing that's definitely uh like i think my fitness and my health, my like fitness has dropped a lot and i think i don't like to admit this but i will anyway like i think my fitness is probably tri- tied to seeing people so i think if i'm seeing others regularly mm. then i will probably feel more inclined to stay in good shape right um which has you know which is which has come down uh, so my fitness has probably come down as a result because I'm not really seeing many people and 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 you know that's that's not the right way to be motivated or driven to keep healthy and fit but unfortunately i think that is a part of why i stay fit um so that's come down a bit um but yeah i think i think those are maybe a few that has taken me a while to churn out a good floor but, that's, but that's, there we that's, go it's really interesting because i feel like in, in both your example or examples and mine uh there are real lessons here about about cause and effect so for you what's emerged in terms of um deterioration or in terms of what you've become worse at is maintaining fitness but the lesson that's arised out of sorry the lesson that's arisen out of that deterioration in in your in your physical health is that your fitness should not be tied to your social interactions for me my uh, lack of uh, time management has uh, given me the lesson of independence and given me the realization that I shouldn't need to be given a structure by somebody else in order to give myself a structure for the rest of the day I should be able to create that structure myself so it's almost almost as if COVID-19 has brought out the worst in order to make the good even better or even purer yeah I see I see what you're saying so that um we can't it's made us almost less dependent right like um so because let's i mean if this is where you're going correct me if i'm wrong um but it sounds like you're saying before you were dependent on school to give you structure and i was dependent right. on uh, you know social pressure or something right, exactly. to make me exactly. feel more fit yeah um now both of those things have been taken away we are almost having to um achieve these things or or do these things in in a less dependent way like you know in a more pure way in a more in a, you know uh so like you know that that you know the, you know one case that could be made is like people who are very good at being in the gym and healthy so you know our friend Akshay who is 
very very into keeping fit yeah um despite not seeing anyone um he's still uh, pushing himself every day to stay fit um yeah. so you know it kind of shows that maybe he's not dependent on uh sort of social feedback to stay fit yeah you know in, in the same way maybe there exists someone that you know who has had the exact same amount of productivity and if not not same or more productivity in covid just because they don't need anybody around them to keep them in structure hmm. um so yeah i think maybe maybe that is uh you know it's, it's it, you know that's a good way to almost almost look at it as it's things are becoming more challenging right like those two things for you and me have become more challenging we've had to really find the inner motivation to to accomplish those right yeah um, that we didn't have to do before we had someone supporting us to achieve those before in some sense absolutely so yeah um i think yeah let, should we move to the uh, good things of covid yes and see what yes let's do that so what's what's uh, what's been good for you in covid What's 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 been the the best thing that's come out of COVID for you? The best thing that's come out of COVID for me. That's a really tough question. I think there's there has been a bunch of things which I feel more positive about from COVID nineteen. Uh, some of them are work related. I feel that I've had to be so much more innovative in my in my workspace, having to work from home, having to upload um, lessons, having to interact online with students, having to um, try my absolute hardest. I take great pride in my in my job and in my relationship with my students. So I have this natural drive to maintain that standard of being in my job. So that's been a lot harder when I can't see students, when I can't interact with them in the same way so i've had to be innovative using online platforms uh having to even work on my my voice and the way that i talk in order to make myself more engaging when i'm doing online lessons for example so i think it's been a real point of innovation for me in terms of uh professionally i also think that in a really weird way i've become better at having meaningful conversations with people i've had more time at home and whilst i may not have been that productive in in many different ways i have spent a lot of time on the phone and i feel like i've settled into the groove of talking to a select few people who are also working from home some of them who i lost contact with a long time ago and i've reconnected with and I've just had quality conversations as opposed to a quick conversation with somebody on the way home from work or, you know, once every couple of weeks ringing a mate, you know, when I was working full time. Now that I've got time on my hands and we all kind of crave, as social animals, we crave that contact. I've had deeper, more meaningful conversations spurred by the fact that I have more time, but also because I miss that contact. So I become better at having better conversations with a smaller amount of people, I would say. So okay. it's almost like social distancing 
has brought me closer to some people. It's hugely <clears throat> ironic. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, that is ironic. Um, okay, so you have had better conversations with people as a result of COVID. Yeah. Um, okay, that's that's fair. And I think the first one you were describing something along the lines of um, it being more challenging to teach, so you've almost upped your game a bit. Uh, at least technically um, up to your game because teaching um, is so important to you and you have almost like looked at the challenges and tried to improve your teaching game uh, as a result. Is that something like what you were saying? Absolutely. Spot on. Okay. okay that's, that, that's, yeah, those are two, um, two great things that have come about. Um, so f- for myself, um, I think um, I think what's what was interesting, especially in the beginning, was I was catching up with people. So like March, April, May, um, I was catching up with people who I haven't spoken to in a while. Yeah, um, it was, and I think I found that I found that quite. Um, it was a good upside, basically. So, like, there's people I haven't spoken to in, in years, um, and COVID was, like, a reason to kind of say, hey, like, are you okay? Is everything okay? Um, and how have you been, et cetera? And, and I think because, like, video calling suddenly became so normal, because before, in work environments or in any environment, doing video calls just was not so common. There was a lot of resistance to getting on a video call. Um, and I think like now it's just normal. You don't even, people don't even think, don't even feel conscious about getting on a video call. Um, so it meant around sort of April, May, June, um, I just found myself catching up with people I hadn't spoken to in years, five years, 10 years and so on. Um, just checking in if they were okay. And that was quite nice to just have that to catch up. Um, that was, that was something nice that came about because of COVID. Um, and I mean, the other thing that has been interesting COVID, um, I think it's really, and I found this, especially in the beginning, like I just had a lot more time um, because I think usually on normal week before COVID, I'd feel like, um, I'd had commitments on on the weekend or on, on on a random evening where I'd have to travel somewhere and meet people, do something. Yeah. And I always felt like short for time for work um, or like some kind of admin to-do list or something that would just, I'd always feel like I wouldn't get, I'd always feel like I didn't complete things or something like this because I'd always had a pressure in my head that oh like tonight I gotta meet I gotta do this at 6pm or uh, on the weekend on Saturday I'm doing this and so as soon as like COVID started like especially in complete lockdowns it was almost like freedom it was like damn like I don't have to do any I don't have to go anywhere after anything like all I can do what I can do is really just what I want to do I don't need to go anywhere um and so anyway this meant that I was a bit more productive in the beginning, especially, yeah, I was getting a lot more done, and I really liked that. Um, that was that was an interesting upside. Um, what else has been? Um, I think yeah, I think that's 
I, yeah, like, and, and that's also allowed for a lot more reflection. So when I when I speak to people now, I don't know, like we always, I always find that, you know, they've everybody's just had more time to reflect. Um, that's and and, and I, yeah, I mean, personally, this is a personal thing, right? So I think it's allowed me maybe more time to reflect for myself um as well than maybe i had before but yeah so th those would be maybe the two things i would say um actually i think it's roughly three things um but yeah those would be the roughly three things i would say um that have that have improved interesting i think that it's it's a real uh rabbit hole of reflection the more we think about it the more we'll probably realize that on a subconscious kind of unseen invisible level there's been a, a crazy amount of change that's taken place in how we think how we are uh, and how we view i think just to make it more concrete actually I'll, I'll give i'll give an example like i've done more meditation right that's i think that's a good example okay um i think i've uh, probably done a lot more meditation this year, which is good which i'm happy which i'm great i'm like i'm happy about yeah uh, that's, that's a concrete example of let's say being more aware of doing more reflection um, sorry, yeah, you, you were saying something. No, I was just saying that um, I think perhaps if anything comes from this podcast, it will be a realization for us as to how this insane watershed time in history has affected you and I. Um, because even in thinking about these questions that we've posed today, I'm realizing the changes that have happened because of COVID that I hadn't realized before. Yeah, no, I think, I think, um, you know, this, this can be, a, <laughs> if the worst, worst case scenario here is we have a diary about just you and me and <laughs> what's changed for COVID for us to, right? Like uh, that's the absolute worst case scenario. The least that this can be, right? Is hey, you know, also to- Some might argue, Jay, that's the best case scenario. That uh, uh, creating a diary for you and I helps coach us into a realization about our experience. I mean, that's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's in, I mean, I mean that's, you know, that's, that's the least uh, this thing can be. But so yeah, it's if good. We become, if we can become famous as well, that'll be an added bonus. If we become the number one podcast on health, well being, reflection, philosophy, and well being in the world, I'll take that as well. You know what I mean? Like, that's great. <laughs> But I mean, I you know, Joe Rogan, like, if we uh, topple uh, Joe Rogan um, and, you know, Spotify uh, give us a similar contract. So he's got a contract of 100 million a year from Spotify. Listen, I'll say, <laughs> forget him. I'll take half of that. Just half. <laughs> I'm happy with that. <laughs> to be fair, a quarter of that would be okay. Well. Fine, too, look, we're not greedy at the end of the day. We're not greedy. <laughs> we're not greedy. He was 25 million. <laughs> Anyway, okay, let's let's do this. So let's share this with our friends. Let's get some feedback. Yeah. Um, and see see what see what people say after, and and see what see what see where we go. Let's let's call this a podcast. It's been about forty odd minutes. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, you know, seeing as we're in the initial stages, where we're not you know super famous and above anybody just yet, you know, we're we're still quite humble. If any of our friends decide that they want to join us on this podcast for a quick visit, 
on one of the weeks and share their views on something, then maybe that's something we can put out there as well. That if you want to jump in and shake things up and share your views on something or the other related to COVID, then I think uh, I'm sure you'll agree that we're more than welcome to invite people. Oh, 100%. So I think what we will do is probably have some kind of themes. Today was just us doing a warm-up podcast and sort of seeing how, how, you know, you and I will obviously talk about it afterwards. And But I think we will possibly put out themes and then if someone in our, whoever we know, whoever we share this with, so they'll actually have something to say about that theme related to COVID. Um, I think I have something interesting to add. Then, of course, they can just tell us, you know, that that will help help people navigate when they want to be involved and when they don't want to be involved and so on. Um, but yeah, I think uh, it would be nice to have our friends on here as well, of course. Absolutely. I look forward to that. All right. Let's, uh, let's, let's uh, say goodbye to our listeners um, <laughs> and uh, catch them the same, catch them next week. Catch them in the next one. Absolutely. And just to put out there that, you know, obviously one day in the not too distant future, this podcast is going to blow up. And so for the millions of people who listen to the first ever podcast in this uh, soon-to-be-famous series, uh, this is where it all began. Right here, <laughs> right now. I know you called it in this moment. I'm this... calling it now. I'm literally calling it. Like, it's going to happen. I see it. I see it. Uh, anything... Okay, cool. That's good, man. I, I, I think that's a good bookmark to end this thing on. Definitely, right. Until next mm-hmm. time. All right, safe. All right, peace out. Bye. Bye.